welcome to the first ever Help on the Way podcast. This is a spinoff project from my long-running weekly listening thread on the Grateful Dead subreddit. And I'm happy to be here tonight with my two awesome co-hosts, Nob and The Game. Um, I will uh, introduce each of you and ask uh, each of you um, some four questions. Uh, the first being, how did you get into the dead? The second will be your favorite dead era, uh, your favorite non-dead music. And you can't say Jerry Garcia band, that's cheating. Um, and then I just want to hear what your thoughts are about the pod. What, what's your hopes? What's your dreams? Uh, you know, what do you want to see out of this podcast? Uh, we'll start with Nob. Sure. Hello, I'm Nob. Um, just answer them. Yeah, Nob. How did you Sorry. get into? Yeah, how did you get into the dead? Um, my dad was into the dead. My dad followed the dead around for ten years from. 85 till 95 and continued to keep up with Phil and friends and other various uh, post Jerry incarnations of the dead's music. Um, and so that was always just kind of a music that my household and just kind of part of life growing up. And then when I was a sophomore in college, I really, I heard about John Mayer playing Wolf for the first time. And that got me interested in dead and company. It just kind of led me onto a really serious deep dive of the dead. Um, and that's kind of gotten me here. Cool. So in this deep dive, what's been your favorite era? Ooh, I'm a big sucker for like 78. Um, I think there are some, like some of the shows are bad, but um, I think when the shows are really good, it's like an absolute party in a way that no other era quite contains the like good vibes of like Red Rocks or like the, the masculine show. It's like, it's just it, oh, yeah. when it's so much fun, it's so much fun. I think we featured the Mescaline show, I don't know, a couple of years back on the on the weekly thread and it's yeah. it's it's pretty cool. Although Hooten and Howlin. Yeah. Um well, I think during dancing. That's a cool show. <laughs> Nothing like that. Oh yeah. Um so before you were into the dead, you know, what else were you into? Ooh, before the dead, I was a big uh uh Beatles person, big nice. Pink Floyd person. Um Lately, I would say I'm a big, I've been on a big fish kick lately. It's my, my most toxic trait. Um, <laughs> I won't hold it against you. Really appreciate it. But that's kind of where I've been at lately. Excellent. And so, um, yeah, thanks for joining me on this, uh, you know, Odyssey to, to spin off the, the weekly thread. Um, and yeah. uh, I know you've done a lot with uh, the subreddit, with your, um, uh, the shows that you did over the summer. Um, what was that go- again? I caught. I, I'm completely forgetting. Music never stopped. Oh yes, when we did our music never right. stopped streams. Right. So um, yeah. So what are your thoughts about you know doing the pod? Really excited. It's really what I'm most excited about this project, and it was true of the listening thread as well as the podcast. Um, is just that element of randomness and how I'm going to say the word randomness better. It's just that element of randomness and how this is going to allow us to dive into so many eras of the dead that I might not have otherwise seeked out of my own volition. Um, and it's going to be really nice to not only listen to these shows, but talk about. Them. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited. I think this is gonna be really cool. Um, and I think it's a, it's going to make for a great podcast. I'm really happy to have you guys and I'm happy to have um, the game. Um, it goes by uh, uh, the game 310 on, uh, on Reddit. And uh, the game's been helping me out with the weekly show. Uh, he's been posting 
um, I guess, airing the the Wednesday night live listening uh, stream on uh, his Twitch website, uh, GD Radio. GD, no, the GD channel, right? The GD channel. So, GD Radio is actually different. <laughs> is actually how I got into the dead. Oh, okay. Ooh, segue. Nice segue. Exactly. Great a little segue. So <laughs> points, points. So, um, I many moons ago. I'm only 35 now, so my many moons ago isn't all that many moons ago. But I used to play. Uh, a computer game by the name of League of Legends. Um, And I always wanted something. I don't want to say mindless because we know it's not mindless, but I just wanted something I could put on in the background and I can just play and not think about changing the station or the song because anybody who knows me or is in a car with me knows I am changing the radio every like four seconds just trying to find something better. And then I stumbled upon GD Radio. And I don't even know, I want to say the very first song I heard that made me not want to change it was was Franklin's Tower. And before you know it, before you know it, I just was, I was hooked. I was there and I was deep diving and I was making the Reddit threads. Like I just listened to this version of Franklin's tower. What should I listen to next? Like every, every noob who has Reddit and access to the grateful dead does. And um, yeah. And uh, it's been uh, a few years now since I've been on this bus and uh, I can't imagine getting off. Absolutely, man. You've been a huge help with the, uh, with the weekly thread, um, you know, hosting it on Twitch. So super happy to have you along with the podcast. Um, so you've been on the bus for a couple of years now. Do you have a favorite era, or are you just kind of still surfing around? I do, I do, and it's actually tonight. Uh, 1989. Eight, 1989 is by far uh, my favorite era of the dead. Um, then I would actually probably say 78, 77 as well. I, uh, I, I, I don't go too hard on the uh, Vince years, personally. Yeah. Um, but um, there was a, and there still is probably a YouTube video, uh, titled Brett Midland takes us to church, <laughs> and it is that very famous video of um, him in Philly '89, JFK doing "Blow Away," okay. and uh, that is what turned me on to the wonderfulness that is Brett Midland. Yeah, and um, cemented 1989 as being my favorite. Uh, and I don't even want to say because a lot of people say like from like '85, '86 through you know mid '90 is that era but i'm i'm a firm believer in 89 stands on its own as just the best the best of the grateful dead absolutely and the show that we feature tonight um that we'll talk about later uh august 4th 89 is definitely a brent heavy show and it's a great brent Brent. yeah definitely a huge brent show and he really we'll talk about it later but he really does uh, bring it up especially in the first set um so how did you get into the dead you know what was your not dead music that kind of led you to the dead? So I listened to pretty much everything. I cool. grew up uh, in my house. I grew up in rural Pennsylvania. Uh, but the music that played throughout my house was not only your 70s to 80s to early 90s country music, which I always have a soft spot for. But my mom loved Motown. Motown oh, cool. was always on the radio. 
So I have a soft spot for any four-piece, five-piece band who could sing and dance at the same exact time. Love it. Um, I also, I also but- love rap music in a very strange uh, turn. Um, so rap music, yacht rock, and Motown, and the Grateful Dead. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much everything right there. <laughs> but but that's awesome, man. And so you must like dancing in the street. Oh, um, absolutely. The Motown vibes. Yeah. Oh, oh, and, and, and everything everything JGB does of Motown. Oh my gosh. Um, oh yeah. It's just oh, like like if <laughs> if if then company would break into like I second that emotion. Oh my god, I don't even know what I would do. <laughs> well, you know, we're recording here on a Thursday night, and of course Fridays are Joe Garcia. Uh, Fridays, so I'll be listening to some Joe Garcia tomorrow, and I'll I'll, I'll let you know what I what I settle on. I, I let both of you guys know. Um, so the game. What do you What are your thoughts about the pod? Let's hear what you have to say. Thanks just, for Thanks for coming along. I just kind of want to keep it keep it moving. Just every week, get fan involvement, get Reddit involvement, and sort of have this be a a ongoing history of the you know, 2020s, so to speak, of Grateful Dead culture. And because it's not going away, it seems like it's only getting stronger, stronger. And and I'm a big Instagram guy and all the Instagram artists and lot artists and the big family just there that travels from show to show to show. Like it's 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 2022 and and i see these vendors every single year and it's like their family it's it's crazy yeah definitely um so i'm gonna introduce the pod before i go back and kind of answer my own questions i know i'm not gonna weasel my way out of it but um i just kind of wanted to kind of surf off of what you were saying um about keeping things going because uh that was really the idea behind the the weekly listening thread um, so I started my first, you know, real big boy job in, in August of 2014, and I, I had been listening to The Dead throughout all of school, and, you know, I, I knew this was something I wanted to continue while working, and fortunately I got a job that allows me to continue listening to The Grateful Dead while I do my work, and it's a huge part of my happiness in, in life and a huge part of my success. But I needed a way to really access the archive, right? Um, you know, for those of who you who don't know uh the grateful dead have this incredible archive of soundboards and and um audio uh uh audience uh shows um that's available on archive.org and it spans their entire career and it's truly a remarkable resource but the problem is it's unmanaged it's it's not curated in any way and there was really no way of accessing it other than say um you know day of the dead which is more or less well today's january 20th uh, let's see what the dead were jamming on in January 20th. The problem with that is, well, maybe they had multiple shows January 20th throughout their entire, you know, 25, 30 year career. Um, so which one do you pick? Also, maybe January 20th, they didn't. Uh, or they didn't. Sometimes you wouldn't have that. So they did a way to really access that archive and. Um, and the project would be a listening project. Project would be a listening project. On the Grateful Dead, and I, the spreadsheet involved dates from, this is the only way I could figure out, um, involved dates from, I think, January 1st, 
1967, just because of the technology, um, until July, was it 5th, 1995? What was the last show? July 9th. July 9th, okay. So that was that was the data set. And um, I put that into a spreadsheet, and then I hit randomize. And so um, Nob was talking about randomness, and, and that's what the show is all about. It's all about um, uh, synchronicity. It's all about kind of finding a new show, maybe that dovetails with something that's going on in your life. Maybe it's the show that you need. You didn't know you needed it. Um, you know, we'll talk about my favorite dead era. It's uh, May 77. I would probably just continuously, you know, feed on, on May 77. I couldn't do it for the last, let's see, I've been doing this for over seven years. <laughs> I don't think I could just feed on May 77 for seven years, but, but that's what I've done. Um, I've, I've kept up this, this, uh, this spreadsheet. I've kept up this uh, project for, over seven years, and I have little, I have some stats. I don't have the exact threads that I've done, but every week I've done this. It's been kind of a passion project of mine. Uh, it's been been seven years, four months, three hundred eighty-six weeks. So um, really cool. Um, somewhere along the line, um, I I reached out to the community to kind of help me with an idea I had to uh, extend the project to Twitch and to have like a weekly listening thread, and randomly. Uh, the game stepped up and I don't, I don't know if you want to talk about your side of that story. Cause I, I, I didn't really, you know, recognize you from the sub and you know, like what, what were you thinking when I, when I kind of made that post to say, Hey, can someone help me out here? I, I think I want to make sure I, I muted myself earlier. Am I still muted? I'm not still muted. Good. I am. Um, I had the idea myself of starting oh, cool. something Twitch related. Um, so I'm a big Sirius XM listener as well. Um, love talk radio. Um, had Sirius XM since like 2005. And their Grateful Dead station, in my opinion, can leave a lot to be desired. <laughs> and and I loved Grateful Dead Radio. GDRadio.net. Love it. Yeah. I love the commercials. I... I Still, like I don't listen to it as much as I used to, but like I I remember hearing commercials for like Grateful Beans, which yeah. is like Grateful Dead coffee beans, um and and PSAs from like John Mayer and stuff like that, and they were always do full shows, always it was There's always dead full. air I think yes they would yeah. air dead they would air dead air and they would play full shows and then I realized uh even before I started streaming some of the other stuff, wink, wink, that they would stream like dead and company concerts the next day. Oh, like, like I would hear like, Oh wow. Like you're listening to dead and company from, you know, like August 5th, 2017. And it's August 6th. So I really wanted something like that, but modern. Uh, I don't know how many people still listen to Grateful Dead Radio and GDRadio.net who haven't been entrenched in it know it exists because it's not like it it's, gets advertised or anything. Um, and with Twitch, it's always there. It's always 24-7. So I wanted to put something together anyway, and then you made your post, and lo and behold, we've been doing it together for years do you know now. yeah it's been years uh, years no no idea and it's taken um, off since then too i mean oh. in, in all sorts of different directions well it's it, really cool it went from being a every wednesday night channel mm -hmm. 
to now it just 24 7 it just runs so yeah i remember when it was (laughs) eric is drunk (laughs) yes yes it also went through a few different names yeah (laughs) and here we are so uh yeah i'm I'm absolutely happy thrilled to have you along on this journey um you know for this new iteration of the podcast so uh what we're going to do is you know the idea is that we this is going to be a way you know another way to feature the weekly thread uh we're going to talk about uh, the show, uh, and then we're going to air, you know, at the end of our discussion, we're, we're going to air, you know, probably one set, um, and, and, and that will be the weekly pod. But along the way, we're going to talk about um, not only what we thought about the show, but we're going to talk about some Grateful Dead news, um, and we're going to talk about some comments that we got uh, from the subreddit for, uh, for the show. So with that um i'm gonna ask knob to take it away uh with some dave's picks news yes dave's picks has some news they're doing another one crazy um this one is going to be dave's picks 41 is may 26 uh 1977 in baltimore maryland um i'm really excited i don't know this show super well but i do know the sugary from the show i mean a 77 sugary is like an 89 deal in that like you throw it at a dartboard and it's gonna be good but this one is a really strong sugary and i know that um and just reading through the set list it's a pretty standard 77 set list but it looks like it hits hard um so i'm really excited to hear that and see that come out the new cover art that they're doing looks really cool they have a new artist each year um and this one especially if you look at the crabs on the album cover there's a lot of personality too Those are my big thoughts on the new Dave's picks. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. And I mean, Dave's picks is not something that I know too, too much about. Um, yeah, I, I stream a lot of the, uh, on the streaming websites, they have uh, a lot of the Dick's picks. I don't know if they have Dave's picks on the streaming websites. No, uh, yeah, Dave's picks have... are just the physical releases. Right. Yeah. And you need a, do you need a subscription for it? No, but if you get the subscription, you get like pro- priority like they're, you're, they're you're definitely going to get all copies uh they then sell whatever's left over the subscriptions and it's possible to get them but it's very hard if you don't and right. and i think you get a bonus disc if you if you're a yes. part of the subscription as well which are often sought after yes right yeah so it's like a collector's item and all that. i've i've actually done sacrilege and have um Hopefully, none of the Grateful Dead community uh, kill me for this. I have flipped some Dave's picks already. Ooh. Just very, just very, you know, like I kind of forgot I ordered them, and I needed <laughs> mo- and, and I needed money, and it was like this was forty bucks, but it's seventy five dollars right now on eBay. <laughs> so like that kind yeah. of thing. You no know? shame in that game. No, no, not at all. At least there's a market. Life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, it I would I would look through the completed auctions and always see like how much the bonus discs went for. And I was like, wow, like it's it's crazy that there's such a market for what feels like such a niche thing, but we're everywhere. Yeah, it's odd. Absolutely. They announced today that they're selling drinking glasses of the covers of the Dick's Picks, and that that really threw me because that's not about <laughs> the dead being iconic. That's just about the Dave's. Being <laughs> iconic enough to be their own glass Listen. set, collectible glass set, and deadheads will collect anything. Yes, they will. Yeah, we are pack rats. Um, but also, one yeah, thing I, 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 the pot is taking a shot at the kettle 
was I, I have my six different, you know, my wolf <laughs> shirt and my Bertha shirt and everything. I'm just uh, looking at dead.net right now. And, and yeah, they'll, if, if they think there's a market for it, they will sell it. And I'm looking at their, I didn't realize this, but they have a seven inch singles collection. They're up to volume 21, foolish heart back with we can run. And yeah, I would buy that. That looks pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty sweet. I always forget about the foolish heart music. Video because the oh, that's foolish a great heart video. Is a single. That's a cool video. Yeah. It's so it's cool. Good song. I think it's my favorite of their music. Yeah. Touch of Grey is hard to be. Yeah. It's, it's a cliche, but it's it, it's a good video. Well, I'm full of cliches because I love May 77 and I love the Touch of Grey video. Yeah. And I'm a little upset with my co-host because you guys didn't knock me when I didn't talk about, you know, to introduce myself. Yeah, well, so... I was gonna I was gonna rib you, but it's your podcast and it felt rude yep. to go like, hey, yeah, hold on. Listen, it's our podcast, my friend. It's our <laughs> podcast. That's true. Um, but. But yeah, to segue back to that, um, th- the Touch of Grey video definitely was something that got me into the dead. I remember watching it when I was just a wee lad. I'm a little bit older than the game, but I remember watching it on, on MTV and just thinking, like, that's pretty cool. Like, they're skeletons and now they're real people. And it's a cool, like, you know, fun, boppy song. I was, you know, just a little kid. And then I remember watching um, Pop Up Video on VH1. I don't know if you guys remember Pop Up Video, but uh, it was a cool way to, like, learn more about you know, the music videos and, and see the music videos in a different way. And they actually did a pop-up video for um, Touch of Grey. And and so that came when I was probably 10 or 11 or something like that. And then that was like the first time I was like, this is awesome. Like, these guys are really cool. Um, and then, yeah, it wasn't until like high school, college that I really got into the dead. And I will say that the the, the thing that really got me on the bus, uh, you know, Dead Set, Reckonings, you know, those albums were huge. But really the one thing, and... It was the secret track in Dick's Picks Volume Four, Volume Thirteen. This was where "Saint of Circumstance." This is the forty-two minute long track, "Saint of Circumstance" into uh, "Scarlet Fire." This is from um, the Nassau Coliseum run in in May eighty-one. Are you guys familiar with this? Yeah, yeah. yeah this, uh, this is Brent at his just just masterful, just 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 loving what Brent does in the segue between uh, "Scarlet" and "Fire." And that's what really got me on the bus. And it got got a couple of my friends on the bus, too, because that's just so cool. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. But, um, yeah, I talked about my favorite Dead Era a little bit. Uh, it's always going to be um, May 77. I have the box set. Super cool to have that. Um, I got I'm into... Gonna... Go ahead. Oh, can I uh, just have one May 77 thought real quick? Absolutely. I think I'm going to try and do a May 77 listen along this year. I did year 72 last year. And I found that was a really nice way because I'd never listened to a Europe 72 show in full. And while I've heard some of the May 77 shows, I've never like really done a deep dive. So I'm really looking forward to doing that this year. That's a really cool idea. Let me know about that. I would definitely join along. Yeah. It'd be cool to see how they progress throughout the month. Yeah. That was honestly, that was a really fun thing to do through the Europe 72 was see what song, just how the evolution in the small minutia uh, was just changing over the span. Of a month. Yeah, absolutely. And, anyway, and the, thing about, what... the thing about 77, May 77, is, you know, you kind of hit on this earlier, Nob, is that, you know, and I've seen people on, on the subreddit talk about this, that it was kind of a promotional tour for Terrapin Station, which is fine. They were a working band. You know, that's what they were doing. You know, like they yeah. were they were managed. Um, but you do get the same set lists, you know, like you, you're, you're going to get a lot of Terrapin. Uh, it's an awesome song, but, you know, if you listen to it every day for a full month, 
Um, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, but you know, I could see in '72. You know, I mean, they were playing like three set nights, like every night. You know, the tons of different songs that, that they chose from. It's true, but oddly, even in Europe '72, you you do find your repetitions. Um, I think playing and band gets played every single night. Mm. Uh, trucking gets played nearly every night. One more Saturday night, nearly every night. There are some songs that you, you do get tired of. There are some songs that you like. They only do Cumberland like three times, spread mm. out over the month. But they, you hear a lot of playing in the band. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of band, well, what's your favorite? What's your favorite non-dead music, Fig? Yeah, thanks. So, um, like you, Nob, I uh, I got into music through the Beatles. Just like a huge, huge Beatles fan for just multiple, multiple years of my life. Um, and then, then I kind of I went hard on the Who, Jimi Hendrix, Cream. You know, got into like, you know, kind of the heavier side of classic rock. Um, then I kind of got into, you know, some 90s alternative stuff. Um, and then and then it was the dead. Um, again, like it's not the and yes, some rap was in there, the game, you know, like Outcast, <laughs> love them. Um, you know, but I don't know, for the past twenty years, fifteen years, it's been just kind of Grateful Dead and lately Joe Garcia band. <laughs> so um, and then my thoughts about the pod, my hopes and dreams. Um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to hanging out with you guys and, you know, trying to do this on a weekly thing. Um, you know, one thing that's really cool is, is there's kind of an oral history component here. So, you know, people can comment and, and you know, we'll talk about your comments on the pod. Um, and some of the comments are great because we'll get to them. You know, people share their stories like, oh, I remember this. Like, I was there. This happened. Or like, you know, my friend Steve, you know fell on his face and like we missed the first set because he was getting stitches you know you get like the craziest stories um but they're right there and so i'm looking forward to kind of sharing those stories um with people out there and um looking forward to talking with you guys does anybody have any thoughts on uh back to the news um today is actually so it's january 20th and this is actually the 50th anniversary of the release of the garcia album uh, which is a super cool anniversary. Um, lots of great stuff going on on Garcia. Um, I have the track list here. I mean, the first uh, side one is just like, really? Like, it's Deal, Birdsong, Sugary, Loser. So four Hunter Garcia songs right mm -hmm. in a row right there. Like, classics. Classic, you know, Hunter Garcia song, classic Dead songs. And then I was listening to it, um, to the album earlier today, and I I had not listened to any of side two. <laughs> um <laughs> But which is really cool, like some really great, like ambient pieces almost on side two. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts about the Garcia album. I really I mean, enjoy I, it. Oh. How do you beat those first four songs? I know. <laughs> I I mean I I don't think you can. Although the to lay me down is pretty freaking cool, <laughs> and the wheel. True. It's and it's. I was gonna say that's one of my favorite recordings of the wheel. They absolutely nail it. Yeah, and you get Jerry on slide. Uh, yes, the slide adds so much to the wheel, and it makes you wish they did that in concert a little bit more. It's pedal steel, right? I believe so. Yeah. Um, one thing that I was looking at that I didn't really realize was, so there's like, there's three musicians that are credited on, on the Garcia album. It's Jerry, it's Bill Kreutzmann, and it's Robert Hunter. Jerry is credited for acoustic guitar, electric guitar, pedal steel, Bass, piano, organ, samples, vocals, and mixing. Well, can I That's tell you? Pretty cool. 
can I tell you the story that I've heard? Yeah. Um, this is both because musically Jerry knew he could handle it, and he can. Um, and it's partially because I believe Jerry wanted to buy a house. So this song, this album, all of the writing credits go to him. All of the, the exception of Kreutzmann, all the musician royalties go to him. And pretty much everything goes to Jerry, as, as much as possible. The money goes to Jerry on this album. Um, and that's why he, t- he wears so many hats, um, is so he was able to collect those credits. Um, but also, he just knew he could Like, you listen to it, and he is absolutely able to play all of those parts. You yeah. could absolutely pass off something like Deal or That Sugary is being played by a full band. Yeah, very cool. The game? I don't actually have too much about this mm-hmm. um, album. Um, just those first four, really, er- everything on there, heavy hitter for sure. Yeah, absolutely, and and definitely. I mean, these are songs that we're going to be hearing throughout the the rest of the Grateful Dead's career. So just you know, huge monumental piece of work for for Jerry and the Dead. So that was fifty years ago today. Pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so let's talk about the weekly show. This is um, August 4th of 89. This was the Sacramento, uh, California Expo Amphitheater. And um, a pretty cool show. I'll, I'll just go through. the. There's t- It's a two-setter with an encore. We get Bertha, Greatest Story Ever Told, Althea, Mama Tried, Mexicali Blues, Never Trust a Woman, Built to Last, Queen Jane Approximately, Jack Row, Cassidy Deal. And then side two is Truckin' into Wang Dang Doodle, into Crazy Fingers, into Cumberland Blues, into Eyes, into Drums, into Space, into The Wheel, into Miracle, into Stella Blue, into Sugar Mag, and then uh, a wonderful encore. I love it when they do this. Um, uh, it's all uh, Dylan's It's All Over Now, Baby Blue. So, guys, what did you think of uh, August 4th, 89? I will echo your thoughts on the encore of mm-hmm. It's All Over Now. It's, that, a, it's such a great way to end a show. <laughs> that 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 could be my favorite dead encore. Um and I'm not sure. I have a favorite version. Um there's a favorite there's a version that plays on Sirius quite often. Um and it could very well be this eight four eighty nine version. I'm not positive on that, but I actually listened to this in the kitchen this evening while I was making dinner, and I was like, nice. "Yes, this is this is perfect." Um, the beginning of set one, um, sloppy, 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 sloppy. Uh, Althea, yeah. <laughs> uh, Althea, Jerry just straight up just stopped Jer- singing. <laughs> in, yeah, in, yeah. Jerry does not know the words. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not in the least. But then, um, I want to say Jackaho, uh, Jackaro, um, Cassidy deal end of set one. They yeah. really started coming together. And they bring then, it back that, up. I, I think it's I think it's Bobby great. with uh, with Queen Jane. I think he really just kind of takes it over at that point. Yes, yes. Other yeah. than that, solid, solid eighty nine show. Yeah, Nob, what'd you think? I think a big part of the song, in my opinion, is this is their first show back. They had taken a few weeks off from the, the to the Alpine run at the end of July. Um, and I think with the first few songs, you do get that first back sloppiness where there's some energy there, but it's not quite. Jerry doesn't know about the uh, um, 
story ever told is like fun, but the energy's not quite there. Bertha is really strong. Bertha's um, very strong. But once it does find itself, I agree that Jackaro is a real highlight for me as well as the deal. Um, I, I'm a big fan of the 89 deals, um, which is probably one of my most boring Grateful Dead opinions. Um, but what was interesting about this one is that it had more of like a shuffle groove that almost felt like a 70s deal, whereas I find the other July 89 ones that I really love have almost more of like this rip and rocker energy. So it was neat to hear this contrast. Um, but yeah, it's a really fun... Something... His voice just seems to be off, but weirdly it gets fixed during drum space. Like, I don't know if it's like someone backstage has convinced him to like take a throw lozenge or something. He just sounds better from the wheel through the end of the night than he did everything leading up to it. He probably rehydrated. Yeah. Recalibrated his chemicals. Yeah. That Stella is lovely. That's great. The the eight Stellas aren't always my favorite Stellas, but Jerry's absolutely feel it. His voice is beautiful, and especially the fans really feeling it on that bridge. Absolutely. It's a special show. I mean... The the jam in, in in set two is just I mean you know they're they're taking you know bits and pieces from every you know part of their career so far and and just stringing them together, yeah. um and it's just just something wonderful, um and then and then again uh it's all over now baby blue I just it's such such a great way to end a show because it, it leaves you wanting more it's beautiful it's melancholy yeah you know, it's it says a lot uh but but you kind of want more because it's you know it's all over but. Can I have more, please? <laughs> I just got that. I, f- I feel so silly saying this on the podcast, but I did j- just get that. That's why they do it as an encore so many times. <laughs> it worked. I mean, like uh, you know, the songs have have places. Yeah. You know, like I mean, the the, the set lists are uh, they're organic to a, to a very real part. Um, and and they work in in that capacity, and, and they know that they work, you know, and and so the set list is part of the band, you know, just as much as the players are, I think. Absolutely. And, and this is a kind of a hodgepodge. I mean, I, I love that they play, or you know, they they play built to last. You know, it was not the greatest performance. It's a good try. Um, yeah. You know, I found that to be if I had a, a low point energy wise in the first set, it was built to last, which which is a bummer because I really liked that song and I was rooting for yeah. it when it started. But Jerry especially got lost during the solo, and it just the whole thing didn't quite work for me. But it is a yeah, great song, and there are other great versions of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of you know tucked in there in the first set. It was kind of hard to yeah. you know really really build that out. But but it's cool to hear because it is kind of a rarity, and you know clearly it's it's one of their bigger songs. Um, I have a question for the game. Do you do you ever or do you never trust a woman who wears her pants too tight? Never. Never. Wow. Never. Never. I I need loose pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You're you're a '90s kid like me. You gotta have yes. those those Jinko pants. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Well, you're also a Brent acolyte, so it makes sense. Um, exactly. That you would never trust a woman who wears <laughs> your pants too tight. Um. That's about it for for my thoughts on the show. Um. I'm trying to. I have to scribble down some more notes that I can't really read. I would like to when Crazy Fingers was ending, um, and Cumber- the Cumberland Blues were signs through. You just see the boom, 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 boom. I'm standing in my kitchen making lunch with my headphones in, and my roommate just heard me go, "Ooh!" 
I was very excited about Cumberland Blues starting. Uh, Nob's listening to the dead again. Um, what I will say is I, I can read my notes now and, and trucking the segue from trucking into wing dang doodle is actually really a great transition. I'm not a huge, huge fan of, of either of those songs, but, but they, they pulled off that transition actually very, very well. Surprisingly. Yeah. Really like the, like original Howlin' Wolf, Coco Taylor. Yeah. yeah, yeah like smoky blues. But I don't love the dead version of it. Um, but Especially, I find that they're particularly slow. And while this one is the slow one, they really lean into the group and find some cool stuff in this slower wang tank. Yeah. Yeah, so they're making it work on the second set. Um, okay. I'm, not, I'm not sure which one we're going to feature, guys. Are we featuring the first set or are we featuring the second set? I think we do second. I would do, I would say, second set if we had to cut the first half of the second set. But if we could do the whole thing, the whole second set. Well, then I'm not going to, I'm not going to disagree because I would be outvoted. So let's do second set. <laughs> <laughs> it is and a great first set. Don't get me wrong. It is a great first set, but, but, the, but there is that big law there yeah. that I think we all agree on. So good. So we're all in agreement for our first, um, for our first show and our first pod. Um, now we did have some comments from the subreddit that I want to get to before we kind of, uh, you know, Give it over to uh, to the dead. Um, so uh, the game. Do you want to read uh, TJF3's comment? That's a pretty cool one. Sure. Uh, the run that brought me out of touring retirement after working the road in a big way from '82 to '86. I had gotten busy with life, marriage, career, etc. Got a call from a trusted friend who was at Alpine 89 and said, something is happening with this band. You need to see this. And so I headed for Cal Expo. What a weekend. Next thing you know, I'm doing the entire fall tour through New York. Oops. Great show. Great run. Great year. Great times. Awesome. And and that, that kind of segues with what, what Nob was saying was that, you know, People started realizing what was going on with the band back at Alpine in '89. Nob, you want to do Glitchy McGlitch Face? Sure. It was an amazing show. That weekend has some of my favorite Grateful Dead memories. We waited in line for hours in the sun and were on the rail for E4. Jerry said, Hi, it's Sky. Fun times. Fun times. I read that very theory. Sorry. That's great. I loved it. Fun times. Fun times indeed. All right. So. The way this is going to work is we're going to kind of sign off and you're going to stay on to the pod and you're going to listen to set two of 8489. So um, on behalf of Nob the Game and myself, your host Fig, um, thanks very much for listening and enjoy the show.
Oh, oh, oh. 
Sometimes we ride on your horses Sometimes we walk alone Sometimes the songs that we hear Are just songs of our own It's more than a thought of its own We now discover that you are the song That the morning brings Heart has its seasons, its evenings, its songs of its own
very long And when you hear that song She's 
Sunshine daydream Walking in the tall trees Going where the wind goes Blooming, blooming like a red rose Come on over, sweet lady Light up, singing, walking in the moon Sunshine, sunshine daydream Sunshine daydream Hey, come on, come on over, daydream Sunshine daydream Come on, come on from my sweet dream Sunshine daydream Waiting in a cold stream Crawling at your window Sunshine, baby. Give it away. Sunshine. 
Thank you. 